Garfiri Jefem. That's right. And as you find, folks, Snow Got Fitted Japan is about two dudes, booze, Japan and the news. That's right. And we've got a lot of great news in this episode, Jeremy. A lot of great news. I'm very excited to get into this news. Oh, oh hell yeah. We always do that. Oh, please. I was going to say, we always have some good news in this place, like the murders, the mayhem, the little place we like to call Japan. The murder, the mayhem, the mystery. Every episode is absolutely fantastic. And uh, and tonight, absolutely delicious. Holy smokes. Jeremy, what are you drinking over there? I am still on my non-alcohol kick, my friend. And I am drinking a coffee latte the size of my head. God damn it. Excuse me, but I ordered the large coffee latte. It's a pint of coffee latte, dude. That's a lot of coffee latte. You're not going to sleep for a couple of days. Yeah, probably not. Ah, interesting. Uh, I am drinking uh, Centauri whiskey and water for good times. Make it Centauri times. Let's hold up that whiskey bottle for me. Let me see that. Okay, you're drinking Kaku. Oh, yes, the Kaku. Yes, there's a lot of (laughs) Kaku going around tonight. Yeah. Um, You're enjoying some Kaku. It's you can't go wrong with Kaku, man. Kaku is basically your standard straight up Japanese whiskey. It's it's, yeah. it's good to sip on. It's good to chew on. And it, it mixes with anything and everything very well. If you want to have like a whiskey Coke, a whiskey soda, whiskey, whatever, even even an old fashioned. This right here is your go to whiskey. And um, an interesting thing about Centauri is um, if you've ever seen the movie uh, Lost in Translation with uh, Bill Murray. Great movie, by the way. When he does that commercial, the first time in the movie, he does a commercial, right? And mm-hmm. when he did the commercial in the movie, the first time when I saw it, I couldn't understand it. I, I couldn't understand Japanese. So I right. thought the commercial was absolutely hilarious. I'm like, this is hilarious. Oh, my God, it's so funny. But now that I know Japanese, when I watch it, I'm like, oh, the, the, the director is just telling him to add more passion and to look at the camera and to smile and to, to, to be friendly to everybody. But but the thing is, like, when I couldn't speak Japanese and I, I knew nothing about, like, Japanese whiskey, I was just like, this is hilarious. So uh, ignorance is bliss faders. Do not know Japanese if you're going to watch that movie. <laughs> another, another movie that happened to me in was the old movie Blade Runner, the original Blade Runner. Because there's a because in Blade Runner, what they do is they mix German and and Korean and Chinese and Japanese all together. And when Decker, uh, Harrison Ford's character, walks over to the uh, the vendor, the street vendor, and he wants. Yeah, he wants to fish. He's like, Yotsu four, four. And then the guy goes, Futatsu would you boom? Futatsu would you boom? Like two is enough. Two is enough. And then he takes it and sits down, takes his chopsticks out and does what's completely rude in Japan. But in the movie, he does it. Now, everyone who's my age does this with their chopsticks. He ru- he put, breaks his chopsticks apart and he rubs them together to try to knock the splinters off, which is extremely rude in Japan. You should not do that when you come here. Why not? Because it's rude. It's a dickhead move. Like, uh, it's just like, you know, your chopsticks are probably of subpar, uh, I don't know, manufacturing. <laughs> so like you, you got to rub, rub them together and knock the the, um, the, uh, the the splinters off of them. Yeah. Now I know that's a kind of a taboo thing to do, yeah. but I always figured like if you get chopsticks and you do have like the little splinters on them, I mean, shame on you for giving me like subpar chopsticks. <laughs> <laughs> right. I guess and it's again, okay to, it's okay to pick off the splinters. Like if you have mm-hmm. little bits of the, um the cause it's a little piece of wood that holds it together in the middle. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are the very mm-hmm. those are nice quality ones. But like uh, so, 7-Eleven. Very nice. You can use that to stir your drink. I know that's why I'm, I got this at 7-Eleven because I got 7-Eleven for uh, dinner last night. And I just kept the chopsticks. They're here on my desk. 
And so when I poured the drink, I was like, oh, perfect. There we go. Yes. Fucking great minds work are, together, bro. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Chopsticks are great for mixing drinks. Now look at this. Yeah. There we go. You can't go wrong. There's no way to do this wrong. This is perfect. Yeah. And also, if you look at these chopsticks, if you're uh, watching us on YouTube, and you should be watching us on YouTube, and by the way, we're Fucking on YouTube should. Live right now. Uh, yeah, this is like the perfect chopstick. And this is from 7-Eleven. This is what you get for free at 7-Eleven. So I think Harrison Ford did get a, like a, a set of subpar chopsticks. Those 1982 chopsticks where he had to rub them together, right? And then Gaff comes by and a- says, you got to come with me. Yeah, maybe he's trying to start a fire. I mean, he was a smoker. He's like rubbing together, trying to like light a cigarette. There you go. Yeah. There you go. These are good chopsticks. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, I love yep. that movie Blade Runner, by the way. And and you know, the thing about living in Japan, when you're walking mm-hmm. around in Japan and it's raining like it is for me today here in Fukuoka. Yeah. Oh, you, really? Yeah, you see all the um the neon lights and stuff like that. And then the, the neon lights reflect off the street. And then, uh, and then people are walking around with umbrellas and and everything. You step back and you go like this, and you look at the picture, and you're like, "Holy shit! I live in Blade Runner." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot it's of really Japan's cool. like that. It's really yeah. cool. You know, speaking of food and street food, you know, I mean, there's like so much good food here in Japan. I mean, the oh, street yeah. food here in Japan is absolutely spectacular, especially during festivals. Oh, and yeah. even on like the weekend, if you go to Yoyogi Park and stuff, there's going to be like little booths where they're going to be cooking up like steaks and yakitori and okonomiyaki and stuff, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and that's absolutely fantastic. But I, I think you're in Tokyo and I'm not sure about Fukuoka. I want to know more about Fukuoka, but okay. like here in Tokyo, we've got so many different kinds of restaurants on top of all the awesome Japanese restaurants. Well, what are the restaurants like in Fukuoka? Excellent, man. Like, um, see, the thing is, Fukuoka is really close to Korea here. So we're we're actually, it's actually quicker for me to fly to Seoul, Korea, than it is for me to fly to Tokyo. Be serious? So, yeah. So Tokyo takes two hours, but Seoul, Korea takes an hour and a half. So it's literally quicker for me to fly to Korea. So we have a huge influence on Korea with Korean food. So there's a big Korean uh, area here where like where my bar is, love is Korean food. Oh, me too, bro. Where my bar is, is like the small Seoul area, like the small little Korea area. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, there's lots of little booths around. And what you were talking about before, I think one of the best places for street food in Japan, and you love this yeah. place. And I love that place is Osaka. Oh, Osaka. Mwah. Stay classy. Cause I used to do hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, Osaka's got uh, some of my favorite food over there. I love the uh, okonomiyaki, which is oh, like yeah. kind of like a Japanese, I don't know, Japanese pancake pizza kind of thing or whatever. And um, well, let's, heard- let's explain it, because like if, if you're saying pancake to me, my impression is something sweet. It's not yeah. really a sweet thing. It's more of a savory thing. It's got well, it bits of pork, yeah, bits, bits of pork, maybe some squid, maybe some kimchi mixed in there, which is like fermented cabbage. And uh, you put sauce on top of it, some mayonnaise on top of it, and uh, you cut that up and it smells good and it tastes so good. Yeah, it's fantastic. But uh, also they have uh, takoyaki. Takoyaki is like little dumpling balls with octopus in it. And uh, you can get takoyaki anywhere in Japan, um, but uh, it's not as good as it is in Osaka. Osaka is by far the best. It's a superior takoyaki because... The balls, the balls that you get it in, like they're like balls, right? <laughs> and they're like they're crispy and uh, they're uh, they're just so delicious. And yeah. uh, the inside, they have like kind of like a like a little soupy kind of dough to it. And uh, the, the what you call the octopus that's inside it is like a big chunk of octopus. In Tokyo, you get a little piece of uh, octopus, and it's not doughy; it's more bready. So it's different. It's different. And um, and people love, some people love like the Tokyo style, but me, dude, I love Osaka style, dude. The Osaka cuisine is absolutely amazing. And when it comes to takoyaki and okonomiyaki, Osaka does it best. Hands motherfucking down. Yeah, there's different kinds. Like what you mentioned, like even though Osaka and Tokyo were there, they're both very close to each other, relatively speaking. Different mm-hmm. kinds of food, man. Completely different styles. Uh, another kind of okonomiyaki you can get is the Hiroshima kind, which incorporates uh, yeah. noodles. It the has noodles. noodles. Yeah, it has the udon noodles inside inside the okonomiyaki. So you're getting like uh, the breaded, uh, savory meat 
uh, topping uh, and a side of noodles inside. And they also put a fried egg on top, which is amazing. Anytime you add a fried egg with a runny yolk on something, I'm in, dude. I'll knock over children to get to that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah. And believe it or not, this is drinking food. So when you go to these restaurants, oh, yeah. and you order this food, you better order a goddamn beer, because if you don't order a beer, it's kind of weird. They're like, I don't no. water. They're like, water. Why? Let, Are you let me diet? let me let me put a fork in that. <laughs> See what I did there? Um, mm-hmm. You can also order a, a highball using that whiskey that you're drinking. Oh, my God. A highball. Yeah. Yep. Highball. Or Actually, to be honest. I love highballs, Me but too. Um, if, I'm, if I'm not going to drink a highball, if I'm not going to drink a beer, my third choice when I go to these restaurants is absolutely an oodong high. And an oh, oodong yeah. high is a great drink to have. It's, it's, I don't want to say it's healthy, but it's more healthy than all the other like alcohols compared and stuff, because all it is is oodong tea, which is like a Chinese tea, very delicious and uh shochu, right? Correct. And most of the time they use cheap shochu, but if you ask, they will put better shochu in your drink. And I always ask for Mugi shochu. And Mugi shochu, isn't that wheat shochu? It's yeah. wheat shochu, right? Mugi means wheat. And I, yeah, and I think that's like the perfect combination. Some people like emo shochu, and emo shochu is like uh, the, what's it called? It's like, yeah, it's a potato, the sweet potato from Fukuoka. And yeah. um, it's a little bit more uh, musky. It's got this musky smell to it. And I love it. I love it, but I don't like it in my drink. So yeah, I, I would recommend a Mugi Urong Hi. Yeah, that's a great drink, but I go for the cheap ass oolong shot. All right, cheap ass uh, shochu, man. The one that comes in a in a fucking alcoholics only jug. Oh, oh that's buying stuff. a hangover. No, no, no. <laughs> that stuff doesn't give me a hangover at all. Uh, on, on the contrary, like if I drink too much whiskey or if I drink too much beer, if I drink if I drink kaku or yeah. I, I, there's another kind of um, whiskey that Suntory makes just called Tories, which is also sold at 7-Eleven, which tastes yep. good. Tori's but that's good. a hangover in a bottle, bro. That shit kicks my ass the next day. Uh, you're thirsty. Your your fucking head hurts. Your eyes hurt. You have to wear sunglasses. Yeah, I um, always wear sunglasses. Uh, um, our bodies are different, man. Our bodies are definitely different because um, when yeah. it comes to shochu, dude, if I drink like, oh, it comes out like any kind of a spirit. If I drink more of an expensive, high quality spirit, I get less of a hangover. But once I start drinking like cheap whiskeys, cheap vodkas, cheap tequilas, hell no. Yeah, I get such a mad hangover, dude. So basically, I try to stay away from the cheap stuff if I can. But hey, guys, this is fucking Johnny, and I'm always kind of on the cheap. So I'm always going to buy a hangover no matter what. You know what? Everybody, like you said, everybody's got that one that one liqueur that they can't drink. And for me, it's rum. Uh, not not rum. like, yeah, I can drink. I can drink like uh, Malibu, like coconut flavored rum. Or mm-hmm. I could even drink Captain Morgan's spice rum. But if I get like Bacardi, if I get this regular Bacardi, holy shit, does that stuff make me sick? See, the thing is, you're drinking the cheap stuff. That's like table wine, dude. You drink that shit, you're going to get a hangover. The thing is, though, if you get really nice, like, oh, (laughs) fuck you up. But the thing is, if you drink, uh, whatchamacallit, if you drink like a really nice rum or even a really nice tequila, yeah, dude, it's good. Actually, a really nice tequila is more like wine. It's kind of like a sweet wine sometimes. Well, bro, I'm from Texas. I I was raised on tequila. I still love tequila to this day. People say it makes them sick. It doesn't make me sick. Give me some tequila. Get the rum at the fuck out of my face. But yeah, tequila. Hell yeah, I'm in. Um, you know, in addition, we were talking about food a second ago before we got off on spirits. In addition mm-hmm. to like regular awesome Japanese food, another mm-hmm. thing they have in Japan that a lot of people don't realize is international cuisine. Yeah, there's a lot of that. A lot of that here and like everywhere. Mm-hmm. Really good, really good stuff. Like, for example, I've been to some of the best Italian restaurants I've ever been to in my life in Japan, because what the Japanese do is they go to these other countries, learn how they do it. Then they come back to Japan and then they make it better. And then like uh, we have whiskey here. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, for example, today I took the wife, uh, the wife and I had a day off. Generally, we don't have days off together, but today we had both had a day off. So we went to. We went to uh, a Brazilian churrasco place, which is all you can eat, um, like Brazilian barbecue. They bring you different kinds of meat on swords and they cut you off a piece. And then you take it with some tongs and you put it on your plate and nom, 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 eat that up. And oh. man, oh man, was that good. They cooked mm. that shit to perfection, man. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah. When it comes to like international restaurants, 
I, I I generally just stick with our sponsors, to be honest, man. I go to Harry's International. Well, it's not Harry's International. I don't know why I always say that. Harry's uh, Sandwich Company. I go there. Absolutely fantastic place. And then sometimes I go to Soul Food House, too. But uh, yeah, when it comes to international restaurants, I think that's about it. Uh, How about oh, Italian? Oh. Nah, I don't really go on for Italian restaurants. I can make great lasagna and spaghetti. So, but the thing is, though, when it comes to Mexican food in oh, yeah. uh, Nacamegro, they have Junkadelic and they have Baja. So I'm kind of spoiled with that. So when I when I get that little craving for a burrito, and you know anybody that's lived in California for any amount of time, and I'm sure it's the same with like Texas, yeah, you, you kind of get a craving for a burrito, and you're just like, God damn it, I really want a chicken burrito right now, or I want some fish tacos right now, or yeah. I want a good margarita made to perfection right now put it in my stomach and here in Nacamegro we got two of the best Mexican restaurants in the whole country uh mark my words they are the best I've been to both of them and they're very good man um they have really good restaurants here I wouldn't say they're they're comparable but um just now Fukuoka is starting to open up to like Mexican kind of um cuisine so we're getting a lot more taco places out here now it's like we don't have a Taco Bell yet so there's a lot of places that we don't have yet. We don't have Carl's Jr. We don't have Shake Shack. Uh, we have two Burger Kings. That's you it. Don't, you don't need them. You don't need them. I, I like making my own burgers at this point. I make better I, burgers. I, I'm, dude, I'm right there with you. I own a restaurant. So, I mean, I'm, I I prefer to make my own stuff. So, <laughs> right. But like if I'm if I'm going to go out, though, I like to go out into a place where, where, where that earns my money, not just steals it. Right. So right now in Fukuoka, they are starting to get little mexican restaurants and there's a there's one that right next to where i take my guitar lessons and it, it, it it's pretty good man but it's not it's not yet up to junkadelic up but uh it's it's getting there junkadelic's so good it's a little expensive i mean yeah. but i mean you, you pay for what you get for you go there and uh, you're gonna have great food a great experience the atmosphere is fantastic they usually got some old school like skateboard videos on like their monitor from like the 1990s like 8th Street, Shackle Me Not or something, Pal Peralta. And that's always fun to watch. You know, you watch that, you're like, oh, fuck, yeah, I remember those days. And uh, you have a burrito. And um, yeah, but the thing is, though, when you go to these restaurants, well, you can go to Baja by yourself and get a burrito. But Junkadelic, you kind of want to go there with a couple of friends. It's more of yeah. like a friend and family kind of a place and stuff. You know, because like in Tokyo, I don't know, there's some bars where you can go to alone and have a good time. And other bars you go to like with friends and stuff, you know. And uh, Junkadelic is definitely like a friend's bar stuff. Every time I've gone there with a couple of friends, I've always had the best of times. So yeah. And, and the stuff's so nice too. They're so very friendly. Lovely stuff. Lovely stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to say the mm-hmm. best taco place or burrito place down here in Fukuoka is definitely, um, uh, it's run by a friend of mine, him and his wife run it. Um, she's from Colombia. He's, he's Japanese and it's called mm-hmm. Taco Mia. And that place Taco is great. Mia. Taco Mia, man. And the place is big and you can go there by yourself or, or together. You can go at lunchtime. And uh, it's fantastic, bro. I highly recommend you go check out Taco Mio if you Mia if you come to um if you come to Japan if you come to Fukuoka. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, all right, faders, write that down. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, should we get into the news? We got a lot of news, man. Tons of news. Let's get into it, brother. Oh, but I'm because I'm we got to finish the show. I'm starting to get really hungry. I might just go to junk. What time is it? Oh, they they've been closed for hours. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> gotta wait till tomorrow. God damn it. All right. Well, there's always Uber Eats, but whatever. All right, faders. Uh, we're going to take a little break. Enjoy your sponsors. And uh, yeah, I'm going to actually break. I definitely need a break. I got to get more drink on. All right. We'll catch you in a little bit. Peace. Hey, yo, what's up, faders? Johnny here. You know, I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. And I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. 
Eight Stars American Bar, located between Daimyo and Yapuin. Come get your party on, Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to... Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. Are you in Harajuku with some out of town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete. At Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each. And there were so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool. That's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you. And we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. If you're going to get your fade on, you got to get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade. And I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good. It looks good. And it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade. Badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing. It comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your bait on in style. Papa. In Tokyo and craving soul food, we've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azabujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. All right, feeders, and we are back. Thank you very much for enjoying our sponsors. And we love our sponsors so much. Oh, man. So, uh, faders, uh, once again, we have the top five, the top five most interesting, crazy, bizarre, and lovely news stories. And without further ado, I'll go first. All right. Okay. <clears throat> so, first story is, here we go. Man arrested over death of 83-year-old mother in Koichi. Mother, do you want to bang heads with me? Tell okay, your children not to walk my way. Hear my words, what they mean, what they say, mother. 
God, love Danzig. And mm. uh, yeah, this guy, uh, he was probably screaming mother when he c- killed his mother. Okay, police in Kuichi City, Kuichi Prefecture, said Wednesday they've arrested a 57-year-old man on suspicion of killing his 83-year-old mother at their home. According to police, Keisuke Kaneko, a factory worker, has admitted to stabbing his mother, Michiko, in the chest on Tuesday night. Kyoto News reported. Police quoted uh, Kaneko as saying that he really, really hated his mother. Oh, how brutal. How brutal, man. Never kill your mom, dude. Your mom gave you life, dude. I mean, fucking shit. You got a problem with your mom? Just just don't call her on Mother's Day. That's what you do. There's definitely okay. some mental problems there, dude. That's not a normal, that's not a normal behavior, obviously. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, how old is this guy? He's like, what, 57 or something? Yeah, he's 57 years old. His mom's 83. Dude, I mean, <laughs> she's 83 dude i mean if this guy farted loud enough she probably would have had a heart attack okay <clears throat> moving forward on wednesday morning kareko called his workplace and said he was quitting because he killed someone <laughs> and <laughs> could you well, imagine being the boss <laughs> like hey uh uh mr saito san um yeah I, i'm not coming into work today oh oh really are you sick do you have coronavirus no 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 uh, it happened again uh, again oh yeah. no you know <laughs> what you, you still owe me that two weeks notice <laughs> oh gosh um so basically he said he said he was quitting because he had killed someone and that he would cause great inconvenience to the company and the company then contacted police you know what this guy may be a homicidal maniac but at least he's got common decency he called his courteous. company he's like he's very courteous he's like Hey, I can't come in. Yeah, it's not Corona. (laughs) It's a knife in my mom. Okay, moving forward, police found Kaneko's mother on the floor in the hallway. She was declared dead at the scene. Police arrested Kaneko, who was at home. Fuck, dude. You see, this is is where all the problems fucking started and ended. This guy's living with his mom. He's fucking 57. She's 83. You know, you really can't live with your parents after you reach the age of, like, fucking 25. 25 is the absolute latest maximum overdrive fucking time to live with your fucking parents and stuff. Because once you live with your parents when you're 30, 35, it's going to give you fucking emotional and brain damage. And then eventually it's going to really fuck you up. And when you're 57 years old, you're going to do some fucking bodily harm to somebody. And it's probably going to be your folks. And, and, and fucking we've all seen the movie throw mama from the train. Remember that movie, Jeremy? Yeah, dude. For me, it was 16. I couldn't wait to get out of the house, man. 16 and there my mom you know she did the old uh the old cliche of like if you can't follow my rules you can't live in my house and i'm like see ya <laughs> hey i gotta go i already had a job already had a car yeah yeah adios mama <laughs> but this dude mm. took it a step further man he lived with his yeah, mom he until he was 57 and Jesus. then he fucking knifed that bitch in the chest oh my god dude that's crazy that's absolutely crazy. Why didn't he just snick, move snick, out? Snick. Why did he just move out, dude? Fuck, I'm goddamn, dude. I I can't. All right. I love my folks. I love my mom. I love my dad. They're great. They're fantastic. My stepdad, my stepmom, they're great people too. Mom, my stepmom, or God rest her soul in heaven. But um, yeah, dude, uh, they're, they're all fantastic people. But I couldn't imagine living with them right now because when I go back and I visit my mom's, you know, like after like the first like two days, you know, of like you know just like being like, hey, welcome back. You know, I'm washing dishes. I'm vacuuming. I- I'm doing chores. Or like. You know, the, the lawn hasn't been mowed in two weeks. I'm like, what? What? I'm only here for five days and I got to spend half the day mowing your fucking lawn. Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Just give me a beer. By the way, you jerk you off way too illegal? much. You jerk off. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's fucking illegal to fucking drink beer and mow your lawn at the same time. It's considered drinking and driving. And I've never done it. I swear to God, I've never done it. <laughs> Hold on. Is that with the riding lawnmower or is that a pushing lawnmower as well? A uh, riding one. Okay, you you guys have a riding lawnmower? Uh, my mom, my stepdad do. Yeah, fucking rich people, motherfuckers. Yeah, rich people. Everybody's got one of those. This isn't the '80s anymore, dude. Dude, when I was a kid, man, I was up there pushing that thing up a fucking hill, up in a pasture, man. Okay, yeah, we have one of those too in the '80s, but this is fucking the the. This is 2023, dude. They have machines. 
that fucking are fucking they you don't they, they're they, they're automatic they, they you don't even have to like be on the fucking lawnmower the lawnmower you push a button and it mows the lawn for you dude it's fucking crazy it's like a Roomba yeah now that's rich like that's a Roomba it, it's like a Roomba but it mows your lawn mm-hmm. fucking write that down we're we're gonna fucking patent that shit and call it the got faded Japan lawn mowing Roomba. No, you don't want anything patent called Godfit of Japan when it's got to do work, dude, because that, that this music can be fucked up. It's going to be drunk as fuck. It's going to be going around in circles. It's going to be writing fucking cursive all over the fucking lawn, which is great because kids these days don't even know how to read cursive. So, yeah, whatever. Fair point. If this is Japan, it'd be writing kanji all over the place, but whatever. So, anyway, that's my story. Jeremy, your story. All right. Uh, the next story up is uh, incident with knives causes commotion on Tokyo Yamanote line train. That's like Again. the main. That's the, that's the main train in Tokyo. It's a it's the one. It's like circle. It's the loop. It goes all it's around the, the main parts of Tokyo, man. And when something mm-hmm. bad happens on the Yamanote line, fucking shit goes wrong all over Japan because everyone is trying to get on that line to get home or trying to get on that line to get to work. And then if mm-hmm. something goes wrong, that means people are just hacked onto the platform. I mean, you can't move. You can't walk down the stairs. It's hot. Somebody farted. It's it's horrible, man. It's terrible. It's terrible. You know what? I've been I've been through it. You've been through it. It's terrible, isn't it? Several times. Several several times. Several thousand times, dude. Yeah. If there's any problems in the Yamanote, the whole city shuts down, dude. Because the Yamanote is the bloodline of Tokyo, dude. Basically, every single major station, Shibuya, Shinjuku, Ikebukuro, Ueno, they all Tokyo. go the yeah, Tokyo. You have Tokyo Station. They all go through the Yamanote and stuff. You can't go from one to the other without taking the Yamanote. So if the Yamanote goes down, fucking so does this town. Boom. And also, also, if you think you're a smart ass, you're like, I'm just going to grab a taxi. Yeah, well, everybody else thinks that, too. And then the same thing with the bus. All the buses are packed. All the taxis uh, have a have a queue that's about a mile long. Bro, you're stuck. You might as well, yeah, you might as well just crack open. Go to 7-Eleven and get yourself a beer and sit there because you're stuck. Mm-hmm. Have a, Absolutely. Road beer. All right, let's read this story. Incident with knives causes commotion on, on the Tokyo Yamanote line train. Um, an emergency call was made on Sunday by a staff member of JR Shinjuku Station, a major train terminal in Japan. That's that's a no shit statement right there. Reporting a man that uh, was brandishing a knife inside a train on Tokyo's busy Yamanote loop line, police said. Two men who were apparently injured in the commotion, were transported uh, transported to the hospital, uh, the fire, uh, Tokyo Fire Department said, uh, with the police questioning a man in his 50s to ble- believe to be of foreign nationality to gather more details of the situation. The man was seated with two knives around 25 to 27 centimeters. Whoa, those are like fucking Rambo knives, dude. Uh, yeah, wrapped in, a, in an apparent cloth, but with part of the blades visible. Uh, the self-proclaimed chef said he had brought the two knives from his workplace to take them home, the police said. No eyewitnesses saw a knife being swung. According to mm-hmm. Japan, uh, East, East Japan Railroad Company operator of the Yamanote line, an emergency alarm inside the train was pressed shortly after 4 p.m. and operations of the Yamanote line Chuo and Shobu local lines were temporarily suspended, affecting 14,000 passengers. Uh, yeah, that's 100,000. Dude, 14,000 passengers? Yeah. Dude, take that number and multiply it times five. That's a fucking $100,000 fine. Because for every passenger that's inconvenienced by by an issue that's like a, a fault to somebody, they have to pay for all this shit. Like if somebody fucking like like is joking around and push, pushes like a fire alarm or somebody fucking even if somebody commits suicide, the family yeah. family of the person that did that, they have to pay for the inconvenience of everybody. So 14,000. So 14,000 times five. Yeah, that's like what? That's like one hundred thousand dollars. That's a lot Dude, of money. It's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Money. Well, some but scratch. You know, the fucking crazy thing is about this story is that I don't think that this is the 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 guy's the the guy with the knife. I don't think it's his fault. I think he did absolutely nothing wrong. I think this right here is a fucking Karen attack. 
This is a goddamn Karen attack because I think there's a guy, he's a chef. He's dressed up as Chef Boyardee. He gets on the fucking train. He's got his pots, his pans. He's got his knife. He sits down or whatever. And, and this lady comes up and she sees this guy, the chef, and she sees a couple of knives. And the guy's just sitting there, not doing anything, minding his own business. And she's like, nice. And she runs up and she hits the fucking emergency button. The fucking train stops. It fucking stops all the trains on the Yamanote line. Fucking people are falling over. People are getting hurt because the Yamanote line fucking at this time, 4 p.m. is fucking super packed. Oh, so yeah. People are falling over. They're getting fucking hurt and shit. Fucking everybody's inconvenience and stuff or whatever. And this guy, this poor fucking chef, he's probably going to do time. He's probably going to pay a huge. Well, he's definitely paying a huge fucking fine. And he's a foreigner. So most likely he's going to get deported because this goddamn fucking Karen is doing a fucking Karen fucking thing. Fuck Karens, dude. I fucking hate this fucking shit, dude. I, I call this a fucking Karen freak on attack. What do you think? Well, I think there's a couple. I have a couple differences in opinion here. All right. For, mm. First off, in Japan, in order to be a chef, you have to be licensed, which means you had to go through culinary school or through an apprenticeship. My my wife is a licensed chef. Well, what if so, you worked at McDonald's? No. There's a difference between a chef and a cook. Or maybe he's a cook. I don't know. No, but the guy said he was. He says he's a self-proclaimed chef. You can't just go proclaim yourself a chef, right? right. It's not. It's not something you could just proclaim yourself. You have to be. You have to be licensed by the Japanese government to be a chef. So carrying these two knives in his in his bat in his bag or or just wrapped up in a towel or whatever is is on his lap. They're exposed on his lap. Very sus. Very sus. Okay. First off. Chefs don't have two fucking knives. Chefs have 30, 40 fucking knives. You go to like a, a, a kitchen and there's knives brrr, all on magnetic strips everywhere. And they're razor sharp and pristine. Jeremy owns a kitchen. I do. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, there's a difference between a chef and um and a cook. So even if this guy was a cook, there's no reason for him to have those knives sitting out with a little bit of the blade exposed. Pop those into your bag, dude. No one's going to fucking touch your backpack. It's Japan. Everyone leaves you alone. If you're sitting there with those with those shits out, you're doing that to be provocative and you're doing that on purpose. And then, of course, you know, as you know, and I know, remember last year, the Joker attack on the train? Uh, how could I not remember that, dude? That yeah. was fucking crazy. We've we had like fucking five or six fucking like a uh, very serious homicidal attacks on the trains yeah. in the last like what year and a half? Yeah, yeah. So like you said, that was a, uh, that was a Karen. I say that could have been a very precautious person trying to prevent another attack like that happening because this dickhead should not have had those knives mm-hmm. out. He should have had them stowed away in a, in a stored in a safe place. Second place is you can't just claim you're a chef. Um, you ha- in order to get a, a fucking visa, you have to be married or you have to have a degree. You have to have a job. You have to have a, a visa that kind of gives you a job. Like you can have an English teacher visa. You can have an engineering visa. You can have a, a, a entertainment visa. Um, I'm sure you can have a visa. chef's. Yeah, you can have a chef's visa, but I bet you not just every asshole gets a chef's visa, man. I think you have to be like a Gordon Ramsay or, or or like somebody who's licensed in order to get a chef's visa. So this is very, very sus to me. What do you think, man? What do you, I, that being said, what do you say? How can I disagree with that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I was kind of joking around a little bit, you know, having <laughs> some fun with the story. But I mean, you fucking like drop fucking logic bombs on me and shit. So I'm just like, uh. Yeah, uh, I mean, if I disagree with you, I mean, I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> call me Perry Mason, dude. I just won that court case. Woo! Yeah, I'm, I'm going to call you Colombo. But um, anyway, <laughs> one eye. Uh, but anyway, you know, uh, yeah, all right, all right. He shouldn't have had knives on the train exposed, right? Yeah. I mean, it would be the same thing if he had any other kind of a weapon. If he had nunchucks or a, a, a fucking machine gun or something, even yeah, an yeah, airsoft gun. Down. Even an airsoft toy gun that shoots BBs, you mm. don't carry that shit out where people can see it. You put that in your backpack and you don't draw attention to it. No, actually, don't do that. Don't bring that anywhere on a train. Don't don't do that. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, fucking the thing is, but I you know whatever you know. Fucking anyway, fuck this guy and. Uh, <laughs>
maybe Karen over exaggerated just a little bit. That's all I'm saying. All right, yeah. next story. All right, on man. Okay, man arrested for exposing himself to two children <laughs> at shopping center in Hokkaido. See, this is this is where we're going with the story spaders. We're going from a guy from a chef from Chef Boyardee just trying to go home after a long day at work to fucking this. Here we go. I assume Please. it's his wiener, not just himself. No, no, no he took off his shoes. Okay. Oh, yeah, he exposes himself. He did, it's just like if he exposes his wiener, it's a bit rude. <laughs> no, he showed them his ID. He's like, this is who I am. The kids freaked out. Love me. <laughs> You're hurting my stomach. Please in Mombetsu, Hokkaido. Oh, I love Hokkaido. Hokkaido is great. Mm. It's one of the places I've never been to, but I've always wanted to go. Hokkaido have arrested a 60-year-old man at suspicion of indecent exposure after he dropped his pants in front of a boy and a girl who were sitting on a bench at a shopping center, most likely a McDonald's. Your move. Uh, yeah, and basically this is <laughs> fucking got them super traumatized, dude. Oh my god, could you imagine? Uh, you're at McDonald's, you're eating some ice cream, and some fucking six year old guy shows up and shows you shows shows you your his wiener. It's fucking crazy. What's he expecting them to do, man? I don't <laughs> give him money. They don't have any. I don't know. That's what does that mean? He drops his pants. He goes, "Your move." Yeah, their, their move is to run away. My move is to throw a rock. Yeah, run as, fast, as fast as they can away from this fucking creep. Okay, according to police, the incident occurred at around 8 p.m. on Saturday. Hokkaido Broadcasting Corporation reported that the man, who is a construction worker, another construction worker, uh, approached the two elementary school students and suddenly dropped his pants and then his underwear in front of them. Then he pulled his pants back up. Oh, thank God. I thought it was going to be bad. Then he pulled his pants back up and then ran away. Oh, my God, dude. You know, back in the day, flashers, they didn't just do this. I mean, this is fucking like a new school flasher kind of thing. This is like the lazy flasher. Back in the day, when I was a kid, flashers, they'd be completely bare ass naked and they would have a raincoat and they, they, they were walking around all day in the raincoat and then they would flash people fucking showing fucking like, of course, young women, their fucking whole bodies that are completely naked. And then they were in a way. And that was such a big thing in the 80s and 90s that even the movie Gremlins had a little section where the fucking there's like uh, the oh, lady yeah. at the bar. She's the fucking like bartending and a fucking Gremlins yeah. like and he showed yeah. her his naked body and she kicked him right in the fucking gremlin balls and he flew fucking a gremlin mile away and shit. Fucking great movie. Fucking watch gremlins. I love that movie. Um, Can you imagine this, this construction guy? Like construction guys in Japan wear a lot of shit. They got like a vest. They got a onesie. So like this mm -hmm. guy runs over in front of these kids. He's got to take off his vest. He's got to take off his onesie. He's got to take off his mm -hmm. utility belt. He's got to mm -hmm. take off his like, you know, unzip his pants like all this time, those kids could have just ran away. Why are they still sitting there watching this kid dude get undressed, you know? And then suddenly he gets his wiener out. And they're like, ah, like, God, kids, you knew that was coming. You should have just left way, way, way before he got his wiener out. I don't know, man. That, that, that is a good point. That is a good point. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's like, I got a trick. It's a magic trick. And I'm, I'm going to show you the magic trick. It's just going to take like 10 minutes. <laughs> a 10 minute magic trick. Oh my God. Ben and he proclaims Stella. himself a chef. I'm a chef. It's okay. Uh, I'm a chef. I got two knives, bitch. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. The boy called on to his mother who is nearby and she notified police. Uh, the man was identified after analysis of surveillance camera footage and then no arrested shit. at his home. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah. You get busted for doing anything. There's, there's cameras everywhere in Tokyo. Everywhere. Everywhere you go, there's cameras. Okay. Police quoted the man as saying that he got a thrill out of exposing himself to the girl. Yeah, right. You know, Creeper. he was totally into the boy, dude. The guy was totally into the boy, but he just didn't want to say it. You know, I think there should be like an eye for an eye kind of thing, dude. I mean, I don't think the kids should like expose themselves to the guy or anything, but I think like fucking this guy should fucking like walk around naked in the fucking like cells. So when he goes to prison, for a long time, he's got to be naked so everybody can ridicule his small little fucking dick, dude. His little shrimp dick. That's what's got to happen, dude. Fucking have him fucking like be naked in prison or so everybody can make fun of him. Yeah. And this guy's obviously not playing with a full deck. Obviously, another mental case. You know, he's fucking identifiable, man. He's a he's a construction worker. The construction workers literally 
wear like very u- unique clothes in Japan. They wear the big Hakata plant pants. They got the fucking tabby ninja <laughs> shoes. Yo, but they said he was a construction worker. They didn't say he was wearing like the whole outfit, though. He he could have been wearing like fucking like uh, Adidas sweatpants or some shit. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. It didn't say exactly when he did it. Does uh, 8 p.m. around 8 p.m. This incident occurred around 8 p.m. on a Saturday. Yeah, you're right. He, he was probably off work. Yeah, 8 p.m. Yeah, construction workers. Actually, be a construction worker, it's a really tough job. It mm. pays pretty decently, but, I mean, their hours are pretty good. So, I mean. Yeah, you got to stop I, working like, at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it depends on what you're doing. So, if you're doing. It depends on what kind of construction, because the road construction guys work at night. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? But anyway, fucking. Yeah. Yeah. This guy fucking lock him up, throw away the key. And when he's in prison, have him be butt ass naked so everybody can fucking look at his small little dick. All right. Jimmy, next story. All right. Man arrested for stealing eight point four two million from girlfriend's bank account. Holy shit, dude. That's a lot of money. Go Uh, ahead, Johnny. Jimmy, Jimmy. I I think there's a problem with this uh, title. It shouldn't say man arrested from stealing. 8.42 8.42 million yen from ex-girlfriend bank account because this guy is not going to be sticking around with this girl for much longer. Good point. Very good point. Yeah. Well, she might stick with him until he pays her back, right? No, I think she's going to break up with this. She's going to bail on his ass. She's going to bail on his ass. But I you know what? I think eight, 8.42 million for an average person is, is like a lifetime savings, isn't it? That's like for an adult. Your average adult, that's that's a lifetime saving, dude. That's probably, she's saving up to buy a house. Yeah. $90,000. It's a lot of fucking money. How old are these fucking people? How come they have that much money? It's weird. All right, we'll get to it. Look, uh, police in Miyazaki City, Miyazaki Prefecture, have arrested a 33-year-old unemployed, obviously, man, on suspicion of stealing 8.42 million yen from his girlfriend's bank account. Police say that Tsuyoshi, Yoshi, is accused of stealing the money between March 26th and April 4th, Kyoto News reported. Police said that he had used his girlfriend's smartphone to access her bank account on nine occasions to transfer money to his own account, and then he had used that money on her and he'd used money on her cash card at a convenience store in an, uh, on an ATM twice to steal money. Oof. Police say the woman had consulted them after she checked her account in, online and discovered the theft. <clears throat> Police say Yoshi has admitted to the charge and they are questioning him and the woman to find out how he was able to gain access to her, her internet banking account. Damn, dude. Fucking Yoshi, man. He's got that fucking Yoshi, Yoshi dick and he got that 8.42 million. Mm. Damn. Okay. <clears throat> All right. We're going to play a game. All right. We've got an ABC game. <clears throat> an ABC game. <laughs> <laughs> multiple choice game all right yeah fucking faded all right i just drink a bottle of fucking centauri whiskey that all was right. impressive so, by the way uh you know i do what i do yeah but um okay so you've got three choices three three choices of what he probably said when he all was right. busted okay so this guy tsuyoshi he gets busted he gets brought into the cops and the cops are there in the room his mm-hmm. ex ex-girlfriend is definitely there in the room and they say why did you do it? And we've got A, B, and C. A, okay. he says, baby, it was all for you. I, I wanted to buy you the biggest diamond ring. I wanted to get you something so awesome for your birthday. I just wanted to marry you. I just wanted to buy a big present for you. A big, 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 big diamond ring. A. Okay. B. B, he said, honey, I'm secretly involved in an underground canine sex cult, and I needed the money to rescue my beloved comrades who are wrongfully imprisoned in the county pound. Okay. B. And C, he said, eh, fuck it. I needed the money. Which one do you think it is? B is the more interesting, but I bet he went with C. Definitely C. He needed the money, dude. Obviously, Pachinko. I'm yeah, I was going to say gambling. Down. Gambling. Yep. Gambling. This guy's gambling. He's fucking doing some Pachinko shit. Maybe fucking, I mean, there's underground fucking poker places all over the place now, dude. So fucking maybe he's doing some underground poker and shit. And fucking, he's like fucking losing money left, right, and center. And he's like, God damn it. I just need 
at least uh, forty thousand dollars, just or forty thousand ninety ninety thousand dollars, just to get me out of the hole. And fucking Jesus, yeah, dude, that's that's was. seriously like I think that's that was that poor girl's entire life savings. You know, she was probably saving up to buy a house or somewhere where she could live the rest of her life, and this dick just like went in there and just like started wheezing her money, bro. Could you imagine? I got to call my wife now. Hold on. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> like, bitch, was my money? Oh, man. Oh, God. That, that's got to be a horrible. What a horrible feeling, dude. How old was she? She like in her 30s or 40s? The guy was 33. It didn't say how old she was. They're probably keeping her name quiet, right? Because she got fucking ripped off. She's a victim. But how pissed off would you be? You know what? I, I get pissed off if, if I, I lose like 10,000 yen, like 100 bucks. But... 90,000 yeah. dude that's like seriously that's life-changing money man your I, life could dude, change you can move anywhere in the world with that kind of money you could start you a could business to, with that kind of money you you could go to the philippines dude right now a lot of people are moving to the philippines right because the philippines is so cheap because of the mm-hmm. Jap- all right japanese yen is just like getting weaker and weaker and weaker right yeah. And so like some, some, I know some people in Japan that are moving to the Philippines or starting to do business in the Philippines just because it's so fucking cheap. You can buy a huge house. You can have, you'd be right by the beach and stuff like that. Like, so right, right now the Philippines is like the place to go, right? If you had that kind of money and you go to the Philippines, you would never, you would never, all right. If you're smart, you and your kids would never have to work again, dude. Shit. Holy shit. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. And the Philippines is great. The people are wonderful. The food is amazing. It's beautiful. I love Filipino people. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, Filipino people are the best. I, I, love, I, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Very very right kind. Now, that's lovely people. So friendly, so happy. But the thing is, like right now, this is like the thing. We're like, uh, like uh, a lot of people in Tokyo and Japan are trying to go to the Philippines just because, like, it's so cheap. All right. Next story, Jeremy. Wait, is it my story? It's your turn, dude. I just read that one. I can go again if you want, or you want to go. No, no, no. I'm getting kind of faded, but yeah, I'll do it. Oh, I just remembered. I just remembered uh, the new lead singer from Journeys, also from the Philippines. All right, cool. Now, actually, no, another thing about the Philippines, they're great singers, too. Yeah. Amazing singers. And good yeah. food. Good food. Great food. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I want to go there. I really do. I want to okay. go to the Philippines now, too. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm so hungry. I want to go there and eat all their food. I'm like, yeah. I'm so hungry. Diving as okay. well. All right. Here we go. Next story. 74-year-old man arrested for stealing bottle of whiskey from store, assaulting two employees. Oh, man. Dang, oh, I, dude. I, I just finished a bottle of whiskey. Police in Nagano City have arrested a 74-year-old man in suspicion of stealing a bottle of whiskey from a convenience store and assaulting two employees as they tried to stop him, leaving like RoboCop. According to police, the incident occurred at around 11.30 p.m. Thursday, local media reported. Police said Teruo Iwakuro of no fixed address came to the store, picked up a bottle of 1,500 yen uh, whiskey, and then left the store without paying. That's like basically a $10 bottle, a $10 bottle of whiskey. Yeah. Um, Like a fifth, uh, like a normal. Yeah, like it's, like, a, it's like this. It's like this. No, I mean, maybe the one, 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 one bigger than that, right? Maybe one bigger than this. Yeah, yeah. most likely. Two store employees followed him and called him out. Uh, Wakaru punched both employees in the <laughs> stomach. Rule times. Before he was subdued, police said that when they arrived at the scene, Wakaru was intoxicated and the two employees were not seriously injured. They said, "Um, you know what? The thing is, this guy's like 72 years old. If fucking, all right, all right. If you work at a convenience store and an old man comes in and he steals a bottle of whiskey and he walks out, you grow up and you grab the fucking whiskey. And if he punches you in the stomach, you take the whiskey away and you just go back inside, dude. Fuck, you don't call the cops on this guy. He's 70 fucking years old. He wanted a bottle of whiskey. In fact, you know what? Maybe you should buy him the bottle of whiskey because this guy is fucking, he's at the end of his rope. He's at the end of his days. The guy just wants to get fucked up on some fucking 
Suntory whiskey. Fuck yeah. It, well, give it to him, man. Just fucking let, let him have it, man. Fucking just don't be a dick and call the cops and shit, dude. Seriously. Because this guy's going to go to jail and he's going to have no whiskey. Two things what? here, bro. Two things yeah. here. So if I was in that store and the two employees ran out after fucking, what's his name? Uh, uh, Ter- Teruro Iwaku- Iwakuru. If they ran out after him, both employees, like both employees left the store. <laughs> yoink, 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 uh, yoink. Everybody in this is going to rob it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to rob the fucking place. Right? I'm going to walk out of the store too. And I'm not going to hurt anyone. Second mm. thing is like, how much are those guys getting paid to work in that liquor store, man? Minimum wage. I no, remember a convenience store. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The convenience store getting paid minimum wage. I remember when I was in like I was like 15, 16 years old, and I was working at mm-hmm. this is how old I am. I was working at a blockbuster, and some dude had come in and yeah, exactly. Yeah, and some dude had come in and he'd he'd lifted off a videotape or whatever, and he tried to walk through the uh the parallel bars, and it goes beep, mm-hmm. beep, 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 beep. And the boss or whatever was like yells at me, grab him. And I'm like, grab him. You grab him. I'm not getting paid to fucking get stabbed up in this motherfucker, bro. You grab him. I ain't grabbing shit. I was getting paid like like $4 an hour. Yeah. Ghostbusters. Like go get him, Ray. Yeah. No kidding. You grab him. Grab him. Please. Yeah. No way, man. No, no, no. When somebody's shoplifting, dude, that means they're desperate and they're fucking yep. going to do anything they can to get away and shit. If you're fucking like, if you're fucking at a 7-Eleven or any kind of a convenience store and somebody's doing that kind of shit, you just let them fucking walk away, dude. Yep. Especially now, man, fucking like with all the fucking like, well. Cameras. Well, yeah, with cameras and shit, you'll totally get busted. But if this happened in San Francisco, you know, in San Francisco, you can steal up to a thousand dollars of fucking anything. And and fucking get away with it. You just walk out the door and shit. Well, what are we doing here? Yeah, I know, right? We should fucking go to San Francisco. But is that, like, is that per day? I, I don't know, man. Fucking, I, I saw something on YouTube and shit. Where it's like basically right now, my my beloved old city that I used to fucking like uh, stomp around in. Fucking like right now, you can just go into any fucking store and just steal whatever you want. As, as long as it's under a thousand dollars, the cops aren't gonna pro- bust you. You're not gonna be prosecuted and shit. Holy shit, that means not- we could be we could take that shit and sell it on eBay. Make five hundred bucks a day. Should we just do that? We should Fuck just do that. We're instead of trying to build a fucking YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, god damn it. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. All right, and I faders, that's the top five. <laughs> thank you very much for tuning into this very special episode of got fit of japan uh we really appreciate you guys watching this episode all the way to the very end and um yeah there's so many ways to support the show and uh to help us out and we've got uh well jeremy do you want to uh, chime in oh sure we got the most important one we want you to come over and sign up uh, on youtube we want you to subscribe to youtube tell your friends about it share the videos with your friends Send them the link, send them the URL, you know, get their phone and then type it in for them. If you have to, mm-hmm. we're on Twitter, we're on TikTok, we're on Facebook, we're on every kind of social media you can imagine. And if you, and if you're into audio, not video, if you just want to listen to the show on the go, we are even on all of the podcatchers like iTunes and What's the other one? Stitcher, Spotify, Spotify. Stitcher. We're on all of those. We're yeah. all over the place, man. We're fucking everywhere. And if you have so much money that you can afford a ride on a submarine down to see the fucking Titanic, and you want to buy me and Johnny a coffee, you can sign up for Patreon. And for $5 a month, you get access to all the cool stuff like extra videos, uh one-on-one interviews with us uh hangouts um you know everything you know everything you can think uh, we, of. we, we have got some giveaways. photos we got some photos that are too hot for the internet too hot mm-hmm. for facebook too hot for instagram so if you go there you can definitely check that out uh me and uh one of our uh, recent faders that was uh visiting japan went to akihabara we oh, yeah. did a little stroll and uh we took some photos of some uh, shops that had some very interesting things in there. And if you sign up for the Patreon, you'll definitely get photos of those shots, uh, shops and what they have to offer. And um, 
Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. <laughs> but you're going to love it. So yeah. definitely do it. And definitely from now on, please make sure you come and watch us live. Hang out with us live while we shoot the show. And then later, check out all of our re-edited and, um, you know, clips and stuff. Share those uh-huh. with your friends. Other than Absolutely. that, Johnny, back to you, man. Faders, thank you very much for tuning in to this very special episode of Got Fitted Japan. It's been great getting faded with you. We hope that you're getting faded with us, and we'll see you soon. Peace. Go fuck yourselves. Well, brother, a goddamn shit something vampire. Will you eat till mom finds out, buddy? I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Never forgive your ass for this shit. This is a fucked up repugnant shit. Yeah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.